Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And I am on my way home from the beach, I think. I think that's the last episode that I have to do out of these five that I've been recording ahead of time. But this is something that's been on my mind, and especially I'm recording this on Tuesday. So this is something that just happened to me recently. But I get a lot of flack on Instagram whenever I post stuff about free returns, and I think a lot of people do. And the reason is because sellers feel like they're getting screwed whenever somebody returns an item and it's free and you have to pay all this money and and, and all that. And to me, that is a very valid point. You don't want to have to pay all this money to have an item returned. And it sucks when items get returned. And it's a pain whenever you have to pay the money for the item to get returned and it comes back damaged and, and, and all this junk. And it's just it's something you don't want to deal with. So you just offer returns, buyer pays. The problem with that and the reason I'm going to argue for free returns during this episode, the problem with that is if somebody says that the item is defective and, and, and you're worried about people trying to screw you over, right? You're worried about somebody trying to screw you over on eBay. They're going to get it through either way. If they say the item's defective, then the item is defective and that's your fault for selling them the item that's defective. And so if, if even if the item's not defective, you're still going to have to pay that shipping. And so for me, to do free returns... I'm not afraid of somebody trying to scam me because even if they aren't trying to scam me, they're going to get free returns. And even if they are trying to scam me, they're going to get free returns whether or not I offer them. So it doesn't matter. I would rather offer my customers that are doing a good job to me and that are actually good customers that just didn't like the item or or maybe not didn't like the item, but just the, the item didn't actually work for them. That That is something I'd like to own up to and, and give them good customer service, give them free returns. That's what a lot of bigger stores do, and I try and model my business after after that in, in as many ways as I can. Now, it, let's say, you know, it, that's that's the one ultimatum. The other ultimatum is, well, what if somebody doesn't like something? I have to give it back to them free. That is the case. You have to you have to take the free return. But if they just give you the reasoning as didn't want or no longer needed, you have the option still to not refund them the shipping which is the main reason that people don't do free returns because they don't want to have people just returning things to them willy-nilly and now you have to give all this money back to people and, and you're getting screwed. But, you know, for me, knowing that I don't have to give people money back if they're just returning things to return things or I would have to give them money back if I didn't offer free returns if they were trying to say the item's defective whether it was or wasn't, it makes free returns a, no, a no-brainer in my opinion because for me... I go on eBay and I go on Amazon and I sort things by returns and free returns all the time. I want something that I have the security to buy knowing that if this item is broken or doesn't work or sucks, I will get my money back. And so I oftentimes look for items like that and I know a lot of other people do too. I mean, just talking with my parents about you know stuff that they've bought, they've said, well, that item had free returns. I made sure and found one that did. Or talking with other people, friends and stuff like that, they always say that they're looking for free returns and free shipping. I mean, it's it's something that runs in our in in our society is just the norm. When you go to when you go to Kohl's to return something, they don't say, "Well, you know, you bought this from us and you wasted approximately ten minutes of the cashier's time when you bought this." So. They get paid seven fifty an hour. Let's divide that by six. And actually, you're wasting ten more minutes of our time. So we're gonna actually divide it by six and then multiply it by two. And and now here here is the the money you're gonna have to pay back 
because you wasted the cashier's time. You would never get that in a store. And likewise, you wouldn't go on Amazon and expect somebody to charge you the shipping to send it back unless they didn't offer free returns. So it's kind of become the norm where returns don't cost you money to make. It's buying something, trying it, and if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work. And you don't get, you don't, you know, you just take it back and you don't have to worry about it. And that gives me a lot of buyer security, which is one of the things you want to offer your buyers. The reason you want to have a high feedback score, whether buyers look at it or not, is because if somebody sees you've done 170 or they see that you have 170 feedback, they know that you've done a ton of transactions, especially if they're eBay savvy. If they're eBay savvy or they've even sold on eBay, they realize that 170 feedback score, which is what I have, is a lot higher because you've done so many transactions and maybe like one fifth of the people will actually leave you a feedback. And so it's it's something that it leaves the buyer with security and that's really what you want to do. If you can give them the security to make the purchase, oftentimes they'll like the purchase and keep it. They know what they want. They just don't know. They, they're not 100% sure that they're willing to spend money on it or, or whatever. And then they get the item, they love it and they keep it. And so for me, I've noticed that I've made a lot more sales doing free returns because one, it bumps my item up in the search results. So whenever I get an item, I list it as free shipping, free returns, boom, right at the top of the search results, usually within the top few, unless I'm overpricing the item considerably, which I do on on occasion. But moving past that, I try and actually price it reasonably. I'm usually one of the top 10 search results just because a lot of people don't offer free returns. They don't really know the, the benefits of it. They don't really know the truths behind it. The fact that if a buyer wants to return something and they're gonna they're gonna get their return either way, they'll just say it's defective and you have to pay for the shipping. Or if the buyer says that they just didn't like the item, you can make them pay for the shipping after you get the item back if you just choose not to give them the shipping back. And so for me, that is something that is comforting. And and it makes free returns for me kind of a no-brainer, like I said. Now the benefits associated with free returns are the fact that if you get an item back and you're a top rated seller and it's not the same condition that it left and you provide a return policy in your description, you have to do those two things. You have to look at the item and make sure that it's been damaged or whatever. And you have to make sure that the return policy is in the listing description. If you have those things, you can offer a partial refund for an item that comes back that does not meet the same standards as it left your house. So for me, I, the other day, got an item back that was, the box was ripped apart. Item looked fine. I don't know if it was used or not. Box was ripped apart, didn't look good. I could have offered the buyer a, a I could have offered them like 75% of what they paid. That would have paid for the shipping to ship it back to my house. Now, additionally, I was talking to the guy that I talked to at eBay today or, or Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Sunday. Um, and I was talking to him and he said, if you offer, I think it's if you offer free returns and you're a top rated seller and you report what the buyer did, basically if the buyer did something wrong and you report it, you'll get up to a $6, you'll get a shipping credit on your eBay invoice up to $6 depending on how much it costs to ship it. So if you ship something for four bucks, you'll get four bucks back. Anything over six bucks just counts as six bucks. That's fine. I mean, it's better than nothing. I wasn't expecting to get anything back. So the fact that he said I get six bucks back for a return, I got five returns the other day. So boom, I got 30 bucks back. I mean, at least that's something. But it, well, 30 bucks back if each one of them came back to me that was screwed up. You're not gonna get six bucks back every time. But 
it was nice for me to know that it was nice because you can't do that if you don't offer if you don't offer returns i think it's only if you offer free returns and if you're a top rated seller can you do that and it's because ebay knows that free returns are something that drives sales that's why they bump it up in their search results that's why they that's why they cater to the buyer like that but they realize that it kind of screws us if we don't if we offer a ton of free returns then everybody starts returning our stuff and so they kind of give us that option to basically they, they realize their top rated sellers are kind of the people that have been doing it for a while or at least doing a high amount of volume and so typically the people that are doing high volume you could have just jumped on ebay and during the during you know some time of the year or whatever found a ton of items that just you could have sourced in bulk and now you're selling a ton of them and they're just the sell through rates really quick and boom you have a uh, hundred uh, sales and you've hit whatever sort of other metrics they need and, and within a couple of months you're top rated that is not the case for most people though most people start at thrift stores they start at garage sales they work their way up and then through that they become a top rated seller which is what happened to me and so they realize that people that have been doing that know the ins and outs of eBay pretty well. They're, they're trusted sellers. They're people that have been doing it and, and know. And if you're a top-rated seller and you have 100% feedback, which the 100% feedback is not a requirement, but if you have a high feedback, they realize you're a genuine person. Maybe you screwed something up and somebody got mad and left you a bad feedback. But for the most part, their top-rated sellers are their best sellers, and that's why they're top-rated. And so if you have all those things you can offer a partial refund and that's basically ebay's way of saying hey we trust you to make the right decision don't screw over the buyer if you got a bad return back you can make it right for yourself just do it reasonably using the honor system now there is another system in place for free returns where if you get a return and you start deducting all of them and saying they're all damaged and you're not providing pictures or even if you are providing pictures and you do too many of them then you will get flagged on eBay. And I don't know what happens with that, but that is something that is a possibility. Now, if you're providing pictures of the returns, because we're doing this like legally or, 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 or real, you know, we're being real about this. If, if all the items are damaged, take pictures of them and upload them to eBay like it asks you to. And then they can go back and say, hey, you know, if your account got suspended or your account had this or that or whatever, because you kept taking too many returns or you got too many returns and you gave a partial refund for all of them, if there was legitimacy behind that, you could provide pictures for all of that, then eBay will side with you and give you your account back, no problem. And so that was nice for me to know. That was nice for the guy to kind of fill me in on. I wrote that down. It was something that I didn't know before. I, I obviously, if, you're, if your full-time job is selling on eBay, I'd be pickier about what, your, what returns you're doing partial refunds for and which ones are not. Because for me, I, I'm not full-time, so my full income doesn't depend on whether or not I have an eBay store. But it's nice to have an eBay store, where if you're full-time, you don't want to get your eBay store suspended because you better have a nice emergency fund built up so that in case it takes a while, which I don't, he didn't tell me how long it takes to get your account back. He just said, you'll get it back. If it takes a while to get your account back, you're not making any money then. Then you have to start a new eBay account and they probably blocked your bank account or your social or whatever they use through PayPal to figure out or, or whatever they're going to use now through managed payments. But basically, it's it's something that is um, it's just something to know that you should provide pictures if the feedback was or if the return was kind of um, banged up. That way, they can refer to it and look at it and and side with you should something ever go wrong. Now, that is is really why I do free returns. I mean, there's just a lot of benefits to it. 
The other benefit of free returns, and I talked about this a little bit on my podcast on Tuesday, was that I talked to the guy who uh, was working at eBay that had helped me out with the problem with the drop shipper, and he said, hey, um, I said, hey, I have a bad feedback, and I, I, I missed the message, and the buyer left me a negative feedback, and I've, I've fixed it. I gave him a free return, which is you know what I offer. I offer free returns. I even let them keep the item because it, it was damaged. What do I need it for? And you know I've done everything I could. I reached out to them. I did the negative feedback removal form request that they that you can send a buyer. And I've done everything I could. I don't know what else to do. And he said, okay, well let's look at this. He said, okay, well you refunded them the money. You gave them everything back and you offer free returns. And then he said, well it looks like we'll just remove that feedback for you because that's what we do here at eBay. And he said, he said, if you're if you're treating your customers right, we'll do that for you. And then he kind of ended it with, you gotta love those free returns, right? And he didn't mean that sarcastically, as in you gotta love how you get screwed on free returns. He meant it as you gotta love free returns because you can get negative feedbacks removed pretty easily if you're offering them and you're actually going through with them and being cooperative with your buyers. And that was something to me that's huge. I mean, I would pay. I would pay a lot of money to get a feedback removed. And there's services for that. There are people that do it. Um, But I would pay a good amount of money to get a feedback removed because I notice a difference in sales whenever there's negative feedback. Regardless of what people tell you at eBay or not, if you're eBay, you're going to put people at the top of the search results that have 100% feedback versus somebody who had 99.4% because most people have 100% feedback. And so whatever you did to screw up your account and get 99.4%, you know... like you must have done something because it's really hard to get a negative feedback as long as you're doing what you're supposed to. And so whether eBay agrees, says that they do that or not, it's very easy for me to tell. I notice a spike in sales when I have a negative feedback removed. I mean, today I had a negative feedback removed, made two sales in the day. Past few days, haven't made any sales during the day, maybe some in the evening. And so, and it was like, that could be coincidence, fine. I don't have a lot of data to pull from, but I've heard a lot of people say as soon as they get feedbacks removed, they make a spike in sales. They have a spike in sales where they get two or three sales. And that's exactly what happened to me. I had, I think roughly after that, I had maybe a, an hour or two after that. I, or no, like an hour after I made a sale. And then two hours after that, I made a sale. And three hours after that, I made another sale. And it was like, okay, I only have three items in my eBay store right now that I'm even offering one or same day handling time. And they're just selling like crazy. And I get it. There's a lot of hype behind the items or or a lot of drive for people to buy those items. But they weren't selling before. They weren't selling the other days when I had a negative feedback. I've been dealing with this for about a week and a half. And now since I've had that removed, it's, you know, I've already made so many sales today. And it, it could be a whole slew of reasons. I'm not saying that's why. But to me, I believe it has something to do with it. And so that is powerful to me to be able to remove negative feedback to have the power to get that removed because you realize that a buyer was trying to pull one over and pull the wool over ebay's eyes and get one over on you you know if you offer free returns they are more apt and and able to return to remove a negative feedback which for me is worth way more money than whatever the return was unless it was like you know a fifteen hundred dollar like cause figurine or something like that then i'd be a little bit more upset but but the point is ebay eBay's good about that. They 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 really treat their sellers well. They do free returns. I very strongly encourage you to do free returns if you have the capital for it and you're not just somebody just starting out. I mean, you don't want to do free returns if you're just starting out. But if you have a business and it's legitimate, I would I would say do free returns or at least do it on a few items and see how you like it. 
because for me, it's been a lifesaver for some things. I've gotten screwed plenty of times where I have to pay for the return and it's a heavy item or whatever, you know. But if you're doing clothing or shoes or something, your items aren't that heavy. You're probably shipping with the post office anyway. You're not doing a lot of FedEx like me, so you're not losing money on that. And, you know, for the most part, you're going to be fine. Most people aren't going to return. Your returns aren't going to spike. They may not even go up. And 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 mine really haven't. The, the time they've gone up is because I've started sourcing different items. But they didn't go up whenever I changed everything over to free returns. I was super nervous to do it. And it's been nothing but good feedback from eBay and good, good, a good experience working with them because I have free returns turned on. I've never had a problem with it. I've never had a problem going to them and telling them, hey, here's what's going on. And I feel like somebody's taking advantage of the free returns. They don't want sellers to feel like it's bad for them. So they do what they need to do to make sure sellers offer it. And so I think it's good. I think it's worth it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't agree with me. You can let me know. But... I think it's a good idea and that's why I offer it. I, I would encourage anybody who wants to up their sales, at least give it a try because it's worth trying. So that's my spiel for the day. I hope that helps out a little bit if you're wondering about whether or not you should do it. I may have had a podcast on that before, but it's just a little bit different for me now knowing that what I know about eBay and how they kind of treat sellers that do free returns a little bit better. Um, knowing that firsthand is a little bit different and impacts my perspective a little bit. So. That being said, I'm going to go. I'll let you guys get back to whatever you're doing today. But you guys have a good one. I'll get with you for another podcast tomorrow. Peace.